more people are staying at home because of COVID-19, and that means more at-home injuries. So let's talk about accident prevention during COVID-19 with Michelle Tracy, Director of Emergency, Trauma Services, Education, and Professional Development, Megan Carroll, Trauma Program Manager, and Dinah Griffith, Director of Rehabilitation, all from Marin Health. This is The Healing Podcast, brought to you by Marin Health. I'm Bill Klaproth. Michelle, Megan, and Dinah, thank you so much for your time. Dinah, let's start with you. Can you tell us about your role at Marin Health? Yes, I'm the Director of Rehabilitation, and I work with my physical therapist, occupational therapist, speech therapist, audiologist, and ergonomic specialist with the patients in the hospital as well as outpatient services, and we do provide community education and fall prevention. Very good. And Michelle, can you do the same? Tell us a little bit about your role at Marin Health. Yes, I am the director of the emergency department, trauma, education, and professional development. Basically, I run the emergency department and monitor all of the operations. Very good. And then Megan, how about you? Can you tell us about your role at Marin Health? Hi. I am the trauma program manager, and we look at process improvement, community outreach, injury prevention, and work closely with the EMS agency. Very good. Thank you for that. And Megan, in the past few months, can you tell us what types of trauma injuries are you seeing in the emergency department? Yeah. So over the last now six months, our main mechanism of injury is falls. Second to that would be bicycle accidents, and last but not least would be motor vehicle crashes, and then penetrating traumas, very low. So falls and bike accidents and then motor vehicle accidents as well. And you did mention over the past six months, we've been dealing with COVID-19. So Michelle, with COVID-19, more people are staying at home. Are you seeing a lot of people trying to do their own home improvement projects and are these leading to an increase in DIY type of injuries such as cuts and lacerations? Yes, it's funny you should ask that. This last six months, we've had 750 lacerations and puncture wounds. When talking to patients, we are finding out that they are embarking on these home improvement projects because they're quarantined and they don't have anything else to do. And unfortunately, most of these patients are not trained on how to use the tools that they are using. So we are seeing an increase in that. Wow, 750. That's a lot of injuries from home improvement. And then, Megan, what about falls from ladders and step stools? When I looked over all of our numbers, falls is number one, and that kind of goes into different kind of categories. And our number one is our geriatric falls, so that would be considered 65 and older, and those are generally trip and fall. But then when I look into the data a little bit more, I'm looking at fall from height, and that doesn't happen quite as often as our trip and fall. But when I look at the average age for those patients who do fall from height or ladders, step stools, and things like that, the average age actually drops down to 51. So that kind of piggybacks with what Michelle was saying, people doing a lot of home improvement projects. We do a lot of injury prevention with Dinah and talking about how our older adults should not get on ladders and should not be doing things like that. But this kind of shows that our younger population is getting up on ladders, doing certain things, and then falling off and then getting significantly hurt. 
you can be of any age and fall off a ladder, but certainly more important for our older generation. So, Dinah, let me ask you this then. Is being distracted typically a factor in these types of injuries, especially falls? I think distraction plays a role. I also think that people are stressed. They may not have their regular care providers or family visitors or friends coming if they're sheltering in place. They're trying to do everything. They're trying to do new things and they have different schedules. So it is a confusing time and people are doing things in a different way. Mm -hmm. So then what can people do to minimize their risk of falls at home? So surprisingly, being more aware of your surroundings at home where you think you're safe and you've got your routines is very important on reducing your risks and your hazards. So that means limiting any trip hazards, no throw rugs, no wet spills on the floor. Beware your dogs and cats that get underfoot. Stay off those ladders. Make sure you have handrails at all stairs, at the tub, at the shower. Your lighting is good. Stick to your routine so that you have your meals, your meds, your sleep habits, and your hydration regular so your body stays healthy too. And then, Michelle, how about minimizing the risk of other types of injuries at home? Before you start any projects, make sure that you know what you're doing. Be trained before you pick up the drill or the saw that you've never used before and maybe just purchased from the Home Depot. There's excellent classes out there to make sure that you are being safe. And just be aware of what your surroundings are and keep your mind on your task. And then, Michelle, let me ask you this. For those who do end up getting hurt at home, what injury should always come to the emergency department? Anything that involves bleeding that cannot be controlled needs to come to the emergency department right away. Anything like a fracture, if you fall and hit your head and you're not sure if you lost consciousness, anything of that nature should definitely come. And if you can't drive yourself to the emergency department, you need to definitely call an ambulance. So then what about less serious injuries? What are some of the things to think about when deciding whether to come to the emergency department or just wait to see your primary care doctor? Well, first, if in doubt, always come to the emergency room. But second, if you have a less serious injury, like a cut that you don't think needs to be sewn up, abrasions, things of that nature, and you're not thinking that you really need to come to the emergency room, wait to see your primary care doctor, or you can phone an urgent care if you need to and not come to the emergency department. But like I said, always err on the side of caution if you need to. So if in doubt, always come to the emergency department. And then lastly, Michelle, with COVID-19, is it safe to come into the emergency department right now? Yes, absolutely. The emergency department takes extreme measures with COVID-19. We have enhanced cleaning methods that we are using. We use UV robots after individuals with symptoms leave our department and our rooms. We do social distancing at all times with everybody. We do not have visitors coming into the emergency department. Every person who enters the emergency department is wearing a mask. All staff are wearing masks, and we're wearing eye protection. 
we are very diligent, very aware of COVID-19, and we're doing our very best to keep everybody safe. And so far, we have done just that. Absolutely. Well, Michelle, Megan, and Diana, thank you so much for your time. This has really been informative. Thank you again. We appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Have a good day. That's Michelle Tracy, Megan Carroll, and Dinah Griffith. And to learn more, please visit mymarinhealth.org. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and check out the full podcast library for topics of interest to you. This is The Healing Podcast brought to you by Marin Health. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.